Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think affects all of us. Well, I know it affects all of us. It's one of those things where something takes you off course, and you've had a plan, or you've been really working on something, and suddenly there's a a fork in the road, and you're headed a different direction, and you might not necessarily be happy about it. Um, And how do you get yourself shifted back into the right headspace or even just in a different headspace because if you don't I guess this is one of those you don't have control of the situation but how do you make the best out of a bad situation or make the best out of a good yeah. you know what I mean I don't know yeah how do you deal with the loss of power is what I would say right yeah that's right. a good see that's why we have you around <laughs> <laughs> You can explain it better. (laughs) Yeah, how do you deal with the loss of power? Um, I think that's a really good, I mean, it's a great topic. It happens to us all the time and probably multiple times a day, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So there's, I think there's a couple things and one of them is to get that you have a loss of power first. Mm. Like the get that maybe there was an attachment there or, you know, because when I experience a loss of power, there's something usually like there's something I'm attached to or, Oh, the other one is if I have an unfulfilled expectation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Where you're like, this is going to happen. And then it doesn't. And you're like, right. Or this okay. is going to happen a particular way. And then it doesn't happen that way. Or, you know, in fact, I want to brag on my kid for a second. I am so impressed with her. I just, um, my kiddo, she's just been lovely all summer. And I've just, enjoyed where she is right now in her life and we're really enjoying our relationship and I I love that but she had her heart set on a particular teacher she really wanted all summer and she affirmed it all summer she was hoping to get this teacher and then she didn't right oh yeah mm-hmm been there I'm telling you <laughs> she turned it on a dime really she turned, it on, she turned it on a dime and that you know I've done work where um there's a you know work that like one of the things that one of the trainings I've been through is how to get off on a dime, how to like literally have something, you know, have an upset and then in a, on a dime, just pow, stop and switch, like mm-hmm. let it go. She did. Yeah. And she, That's as soon amazing. as she heard that she had the teacher, she had her, she was like, well, she sounds nice and this is going to be a good year and I'm excited to go back to school. And I was like, I'm so oh. impressed with you. God, that's amazing. What? She's so eight? It didn't even pout. She didn't pout over it. Not one oh little gosh. tiny pout. Which I would have been like, hey, man, it's worth a pout. Yeah. Know? Yeah, you had your heart set. And... There's a great scene. It's from a really old movie. I don't know. Do you remember the movie? Um, oh, Terms of Endearment. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Old, old, you know, but and devastating, sad, you know, drama. Um, but there's a scene where um, Jeff Daniels has been cheating on his wife and she's and he's uprooting them and moving them to a new place. And I don't remember what it was, but he's talking to Deborah Winger and she's a little mad at him or something. And he says something like, you know, you're going to stay mad at me. And she's like, I think, you know, and I can't remember all the things she says, but I remember something like an uprooting your family. I think it's worth a pout. Right. Yes. And I've yep. thought of that often. Like, well, it's worth a pout. Like, you know, give yourself a minute to pout about Hell it. Oh yeah. Yeah. She didn't even she didn't give herself a pout. I mean, it was like turned on a dime. She was That's in. So amazing. 
I think that takes something, and I think it's a practice, and that's why I was so, I mean, this kid's not even eight, so I was so impressed with her that at uh, seven and three quarters, (laughs) seven and three quarters now, um, she has the ability to do that, to turn on a dime, um, because that is a muscle, and that is a skill that most adults do not have, and uh, being able to shift, and so I think that you know, part of it is acknowledging that there's a breakdown or acknowledging there's a loss of power, acknowledging there's an unfulfilled expectation and calling it what it is. For me, it gives me a lot of power. So for me just to say, oh, all that happens, right, is I have an unfulfilled expectation. That's all that happened. If I can get there, that's good news. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's emotion in the way of me getting to be able to just see that like that's all that happened is I have an unfulfilled expectation because if there's a bunch of feelings <laughs> then yeah it's hard to get the logic of it but if you can get there that all that happened is it's an unfulfilled expectation and then you can shift um that's that's very powerful um sometimes I think you know we're because t- we're talking about you know some things that are I don't want to compare apples to oranges you know if you have a huge expectation or somebody really lets you down or, you know, something like that. Um, I think it, it, it takes time to process it sometimes mm-hmm. and you've got to do the work to get through the emotion of it, feel the feelings, be able to release them and then choose something else powerfully. But you were talking about a situation earlier where like you had an unfulfilled expectation last night where you're going to go to our group. We call shift two degrees here in town where we all meet and that didn't right. work out. So instead you created something new. Right. And so, you know, I was really, at first, I was just really bummed because it was, I had sort of looked at it for this week as one of my self-care things for the week that I was going to do. And because it does, it really is a lifting, building thing for me when I'm able to go. Um, And I'd also sort of made that, (coughs) excuse me, I'd made that a uh, priority to myself. So I had said, I'm going to do this. You know, like I had made... Uh, made that something that was on my I'm going to list. Um, it was not, and so when I when it wasn't able to happen, um, you know, at first I was, you know, pretty pissed off and I was kind of pouty and upset about it. And and then I just realized, you know, I can spend this time that I was going to be in self care, being pouty and upset, or I can turn it into something different and a different type of self-care. Um, and so I made it into a extra hour that I got to spend with my kids. Um, and we got to be silly and goofy together and just have fun for an hour, just the three of us. And it was, um, in the end, I came out of it in a great place. It is a different place than I would have been coming out of, you know, shift, but it was still a good, positive time that I spent. Um, instead of just letting myself, you know, sit there and pout through that hour, I, you know, got into, got into a power, a different powerful place for myself. And it just made me think about, you know, how much time I have spent, um, ruminating maybe <laughs> is a good word. Of I was just those... going to say that. Well, and I think that don't underestimate the power there is in wanting to roll around in it and be, or to go do something that is destructive or, right. You know what I mean? For me, especially if I have time, like I thought I was going to be doing something. And for me, you know, one of how that shows up for me sometimes is I have 
all of a sudden I have a free hour open up or something, you know, somebody cancels on me or something. Like I think I'm going to be on a coaching call and my client cancels on me or something. And now I've got free time and I can't find anybody to play with. Like, yes. <laughs> I have that happen. I mean, because I, I am somebody who looks for people. I am not, I am an extrovert. I can enjoy time by myself, but first thing I'm going to do is go look for people to play with and go find somebody. To, and, you know, sometimes my version of playing with people means we're going to go have some beers, you know, or something like that. It's not always the most productive and smartest thing to do for myself. So I'm getting better at it, but I tell you, there's a real draw for that to me. Um, and especially if I've had an upset or I'm have an unfulfilled expectation, there's a real draw to go do something that may not be the best thing for me. I won't feel it may, I'm not saying it's bad for me, but I wouldn't feel, I'd feel better if I went on my bike. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. We're not, it's like, I, this didn't happen. So I can sit here and veg and watch an hour of Netflix or, you know, I could go ride drink. my bike and do something healthy. I'm usually going to choose right. the, the not healthy thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, she oh, look at this extra hour. On Netflix or, yeah. yeah, go have a cocktail or something like yeah. that. Online uh, shop or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So choosing to do something with your kids and come out on the other side, I think that that, when I do choose something good for me or good, make me feel good about myself, which is what you did last night, don't you feel great on the other side of it? Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And it was like an even better feeling because, it, yeah, totally. Because it was a better feeling because it was like I saw myself go negative and then I saw myself get myself out of it and then have a really great time. And so it was like the the time compounded with the pulling myself out of negativity made it yes. that much better. Yeah. Well, what I just heard you say, too, is you were being the one watching rather than being at the, you know, like, you know, we've been talking about that flexing our muscle, being the one watching your mind, not the mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you watched yourself. That's, I mean, Becca, that's fantastic. That's really powerful. Thank you. Well, it's it's been a process, you know, and it was like... <laughs> I'm here, you know, but it's also a good reminder, too, of all of those other times when uh, I don't think that I have, I don't recognize it as as opportunity versus, um, versus, you know, the unfulfilled expectation. So if you have an unfulfilled expectation, maybe it's an opportunity versus it being just a negative, bad thing. And I know that that can be a really hard switch to make you know you lose a client you're you have a you know falling out with a friend or you know whatever those things can be what is the opportunity in that uh that you can grow from versus you know sitting in it and just not being not being proactive yeah well i also think it's very powerful to if you can be conscious enough to start to notice what is your go-to when that happens, you know, like I said, my go-to is go have a cocktail or my go-to is go, you know, it's certainly go get away from myself. Like it's not be with me. It's like no. go distract no. myself. It's a, like yes. I try to distract myself. And that I think is a big, you know, it's something I've recognized over the years. It's like, that's one of my go-tos is I've always just, I got to distract myself, go entertain other people, go be with other people. Not, I mean, like I said, I'm an extrovert. I love people. But there's a difference between going to go be with people to be distracted from my life 
yes. versus going to be with people to be present with them and really enjoy them. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are definitely yeah. times. And that's when I feel that desperation. Like I can't find anybody to play with. There's a, it reminds me of being a kid. Like I yeah. can't find somebody to entertain, to like distract me from this life, um, yes. which is what I'm always looking for. And I think it's very powerful to also start to pay attention to what's your go-to. Like, what do you go to Where do you, when you get let down or when you have your schedule open up or what, you know, do you do good stuff for you? Are you okay being with you? Or do you have to go distract yourself? Do you have to go check out? Do you check out? And how do you check out? You know, look at it, the ways that we check out is also another tool or power that I want everybody to start awareness. It's an awareness that it, I think everybody needs to have their eyeballs on because I don't, I assert there's not one of us that doesn't find a way to check out. Oh God, no. Oh God, right? no. Yeah. I think my checkouts tend to be like, I will like literally check out, like I'll like go lay down and like end up falling asleep or something like that. Um, yeah. Where, or, and I tend to, and it's funny cause I might even start it thinking I'm going to do something more positive for myself. Like, Oh, I have this extra hour. I'm going to go meditate. But then I end up like, falling asleep during that meditation because yeah. I'm like literally yeah. checking out versus it yep. being something that I'm doing that's really a positive thing or I find myself like staring at my phone and getting deep into the depths of Facebook or oh, Amazon or that you know. internet is the biggest way to check out man so many people I I mean I can do it but man I'm not as I know other people that are just like they're in it I mean as soon as they're in it you're get it I mean, you can't talk I just spiral into it. I, and yeah. I do. And I see my, and I look up and I'm like, oh my God, it's been two hours. I can't believe I just did that. Uh, yeah. And especially since it's like in my hand. Yeah. I know. That's the thing. Ever since we have smartphones, it can just do everything. It's right there in your hand. It's hard and not to look at. I excuse that it's part of my job. You know, like part of my job is to check out everything that's going on in the social media realm, you know, and I can say, Oh, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I'm not working. No. I'm in the middle of a, my sixth Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed quiz and <laughs> find out what my signs. Find out what your hippie name is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm this much percent of a bitch. I don't think that has anything to do with my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I've coached a lot. I mean, I've coached people who have done everything from porn. Porn is the way. Um, I know a lot of men who check out by porn. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, video games is another way people check out. TV is another way. And, and, and all things digital are ways people check out in a very big time way. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like when I go ride my bike, that's not checking out because you have to be present when you're on a bike, you know, right. and mm -hmm. I love to go take bike rides and then be present in nature. And that's part of how I get my fix. And that's part of, my, you know, so that's always a healthy choice for me. And it's a healthy go to for me to go to. It's like, oh, I've got extra time. I could go ride my bike. But let me tell you, it's not like I think that's not my first thought. Believe me. <laughs> My first thought is, who can I find to have a cocktail with me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, where? Right exactly. <laughs> now, I it's haven't afternoon. Get on Facebook yet, but I will text a bunch of people being like, well, what's going on? Where are you? Why aren't you? Why are you? <laughs> it's the where middle of the everybody? afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday, Jay. <laughs> Oh, know, that's so right. funny. People are like, it's Tuesday at 2, Jay. Where do you think I am? I'm at work. Where do you think I am? <laughs> yeah, I am. 
Well, come on out. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But I definitely think that's that's important. And so, you know, checking out is one way that we deal with unfulfilled expectations. And it gives us an opportunity to not have to deal with it or feel it, too. And deal with whatever we were attached to that has us, you know, mad or sad or whatever it was that we thought was going to go a particular way we that it didn't go. Um, so all of those. When you have a, other ways, of, I was just trying to think of other ways of loss of power. Um, so when I say the word loss of power, I think it can be so broad, um, but it's important because any loss of power is an opportunity. And that's what you're saying is like, how do you look at a loss of power as an opportunity? Yeah. And that's what you did last night, which is really powerful. And it's, and you think, you know, and, and that's where it's like, I think we think, oh, loss of power, it has to do with these like big things that are happening in your life, you know, like you lost your job. I mean, that's a huge loss of power. Like that's somebody, you know, that can be completely overwhelming. But the loss of power in those little tiny things, you know, your coffee shop is out of your favorite flavor of sugar-free flavoring or whatever, you know, like it's a, it's like, it's a stupid little thing, but it still affects you and it's still, and we can react to that in so many different ways uh, yeah. You know, it's the, you get pulled up, you know, somebody, how, and then how does that affect you down the line? So if I have that little right. thing that happens with my sugar-free flavoring in the morning, and then, you know, later I have a person who flakes on me for lunch, and then I go to work on something, and I have not received the email that I needed to receive to keep complete it. And all of these little things that happen along the day. And then you get to this place where you're just like, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. And then something little teeny again, like that same sugar free thing happens to you again. And it's like you blow and yeah. the whole world's falling apart and everybody hates you and every, the whole world's against you and nothing ever goes right. And how the hell are you supposed to dig your way out of it? Versus finding those little losses of power to be opportunities to do something different. I'm going to try a different flavor in my coffee this morning. Or maybe I'm going to go for tea or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, discovering new things that you didn't even know you you could happen because yeah. you're sent in a different direction. Well, and what's interesting to me is how, and we've, we talked about this a lot, how when I'm centered and I'm in integrity, I'm in the flow and, you know, feeling good about myself and about my life, those little unfulfilled expectations, they're just like, in fact, I can even, I can even say that those unfulfilled expectations, those little ones occur more like, Oh, the universe is just sending me a different direction. Right. Like I can make up that story when I'm feeling good. <laughs> but mm-hmm. When I'm not feeling good, of course, those are like the bane of my existence. And like, why is it? The yeah. universe hates but, me. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I'm, I'm failing spot, at all of this work. Yeah. Like yeah, I've when I'm screwed in a good up the spot, work. Man, that's just like, oh, no big deal. They're out of my flavoring. It must mean that I'm supposed to try mocha coca or something. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like, like it away. is no big deal to me at all. Uh, right. Um, and that just goes to show you, too, that when we're centered, we're in integrity, we're, you know, on point that the, we don't have to sweat the small stuff at all. It just goes right, yeah. right off us. And when you see it in somebody else, too. So, like, I, I think that, that example came up to me because I was at a coffee shop the other day and the woman in front of me was very upset that they were out of 
whatever it was that she was ordering her normal thing that she got and she made a comment like i come here every day and i get this drink and you didn't reorder i mean like how did you not know it it was like she was just very distraught and i i was like at first i was just like annoyed by her and then i was felt a little sorry for her and then i was embarrassed for her i kind of went through all because it took her she was there for quite probably five minutes yelling at this poor girl Um, and then I started thinking about it and I was like, I wonder where she's coming from, you know, because this has nothing to do with flavor and I just want to like give her a hug and be like, okay, you need to like think about why you're feeling this way about your coffee because something else is going on here, lady. And let's think about that. Um, and it also like made me, so it opened my eyes to all of those times in my life that I've done the same thing, you know? In different different ways, I might have not have yelled at a barista, but I've, you know, gotten upset at different people or things or situations. And it, what is it, and why is it that I'm doing that? And in the end, what what is the benefit? Yeah, well, some of it's just our personalities. Like one of the things that has been has had me have an upset a couple of times in the summer, and not a huge one. Just in fact, last summer I had a, had a few of these upsets and this summer I've let it go a lot easier, but it's one of the things that's actually, um, I heard the other day and now I can't remember who it's bugging me cause I can't remember where I heard it, but something it's around the, um, the whole idea around millennials and how they function. And, and one of the ways that they function is their rule followers. Heard about this, right? So that they're, they're very like you tell them the rule and then that's, they can't think outside the rule. You know what I mean? They have to follow. And so, well, it's so interesting to me because, yeah, it's because I'm one of those guys mm-hmm. now. I yeah. admit I'm a rule breaker, right? And it's interesting because I'm kind of a weird personality right. because I'm a good soldier, right? I love to have discipline and be told what to do, and I will rise to the occasion every single time. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm good at being coached. I'm very coachable. If you give right. me marching orders, I will go do it. Right? I'm a very good soldier. Right. Yeah. But I'm also a rule breaker. <laughs> I'm not somebody who thinks that necessarily that all rules apply to me. Um, so you know, that's just always been kind of my. I'd always. Right. I'm always going to ask forgiveness rather than yep. permission. That's just me. It's part of my personality. But part of that then expects that, especially when it's something little. Like, for example, my son being able to go down the slipper side because he's literally yep. a quarter of an in inch yep. too uh-huh. short. <laughs> right? And yep. I am talking maybe a centimeter. The kid was not even a quarter. I mean, like, centimeter too short. Um, and I'm like, seriously, you're not going to yeah. go? Oh, my god! You know, like, yeah. I will argue for that because I'm just like, that's just stupid. But to me, that like, that this you is are dumb. <laughs> Like you can't be flexible with that, Mm -hmm. but they can't like, no, that's the rule. If I break the rule, then I break the rule. And, you know, I am surrounded by other people who are rule followers. So I have to mostly just get, I get told to shut up about it, which is fine. I'll learn, I learn to shut up about it, but man, it's one of those things that 
that's I mean, it goes by your personality, too, because I can have an upset over something like that. Oh, yeah. And get incensed. Completely. <laughs> and you're just like, I could spend I could a whole just half get hour just nutty being about that shit. And then two days later, be like, so th- I got to tell you about what happened to me at the pool the other day. <laughs> yeah. See, and I would give you agreement for that. I'd be the one going, I can't believe how ridiculous was that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like you're going to really close the school doors exactly at 8 o'clock and lock them. So, like, as we're walking up to the fucking school, like, give me a fucking break. Give somebody, like, three minutes leeway. So now I have to walk all the way around the goddamn building because you were, like, Nope, sorry, I can't let you into this door now. It's closed. I'm like, I want to smack the kid up to the head. I'm like, no, you're standing right there. Open the goddamn door. Ugh. Not that that hasn't happened to me personally. I'm sorry. But see, I would have had a fit if I had somebody on the other side of the door. I'm like, you're standing yeah. right there. You can open I the was door. Like, I would have lost it. I'm sure. No, it's locked now. It is eight o'clock. <laughs> Oh That's my so god. Funny. And I'm just like, do not explode in front of child. <laughs> oh. oh god. So funny. So if you're a rule breaker like I am, <laughs> or you don't think rules should have to have be so damn rigid like I am. That's my my thing. Um there's a there's a reason for upset all the time. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the ways I flex my muscle, especially in the last couple of years, is just to go whatever. Like, whatever, just let it go. Whatever. Because <laughs> um, I will. I'll get all worked up. I can get yeah. all worked up. And being able like to that let that go. In a minute. Okay. And in my mind, I've got this rational, logical. It's like, it's just, let's be, can we just be rational? I mean, this is, you're being silly because you have this silly rule that you need to follow. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, if you can find the humor, too, I think that's another thing. To, if we can get to humor and get to gratitude, it's another way to... I can laugh at myself getting so because you realize, about, like, in about the a end, silly rule. What it what what is it gonna what's it gonna change? But and being able to yeah. let and then turn around and let that go. Yeah. What you're not doing is being pissed off at that rule, and even just like room, you know, having that rolled around inside of your head, and then letting it affect six and seven steps down the line, where you yell at the barista because they yeah. follow a rule because you know. It's right. one refill and whatever, uh, and yes. you're pissed off at that rule that makes yes. sense, even because of the guy who wouldn't let your kid go down the slide. You know, that's the that's the difference. Is like, how do you not let it right. keep affecting you yep. over and over and over again? And I think just being conscious that that's what's happening is so powerful. If you can do that, uh, most of the time when we're in that kind of hijack, we're you know, by God, I'm being right. <laughs> yes. So I'm really um, good at being right. It's too. not as easy to be conscious of that. Oh yeah, man, I'm super good at being right. Uh, but it's uh, if I can have some humor and and you know also just let it go. Like it's just such a who cares? It's such a silly thing to get all worked up over. But boy, I do. I, that's one of my buttons is getting worked up over stuff that over rules that I think are silly or should be not so rigid or whatever they are. Well, and I also used to be be really upset when somebody would tell me that I'm was being silly for being upset about something that is also like a trigger for me so if somebody would be like oh my god like you're making a big deal out of nothing or 
Like, why are you, you know, oh, that's so silly that you're acting like, you know, you're upset by that. And I'm like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can and can't? So I even get more indignant because I'm like, so you're such a better, more calm and collected person because you didn't yell at the kid at the slide. Thanks so much. I'm so like, you're so much more evolved than I am because of your yeah. ability to blow things off. I'm like, just wait till you get triggered by something. And I'm going to be like, it shouldn't be a big deal. No problem. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And you can wait and like like lying in wait for that to happen. (laughs) Hold on to this. (laughs) Or we can all spend our lives being much happier and letting it all go. Well, we kind of sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think it's a good topic How do you, of shifting yourself, looking for those unfulfilled, really, look for those unfulfilled expectations. And if you can just say, this is all that happened, right? I just had an unfulfilled expectation. When I learned that phrase of unfulfilled expectation, it was really a powerful tool for me because it was like all of a sudden I had language to be able to say what was going on. It's so, that is so powerful to have the language to just say, oh, I have an unfulfilled expectation. You know, that's all that's happening rather than, I was robbed! Yes. You know? <laughs> the world is out to get me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because we're going to spin it. So if we can spin it with that, with that's where it gets down to, this is what happened and this is our story about what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keeps going that's where that, that's yeah. a powerful tool to be able to say, here's all that happened because I didn't get to go to shift two. Right. 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 Instead of, blah, 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 you Yes, know, exactly. So. Creating Good all topic. the things Good around top. it. Jeez. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think also one of the things I wanted to just reiterate was when it, noticing what your reactions are and like what, how do you, like, so what happens to you? So is it something that you go, like, what are you doing to like distract yourself or what are you doing to, in uh, that upset? And even like keeping sort of track of those things so that you are noting those and seeing what's positive and what's negative and how it affects you. So like maybe taking a nap is a really positive thing for you. If with an unfulfilled, like you're like, I need that extra, if I can get an extra little 15 minute cat nap in here, I'm going to be a much better person. Another person that's escapism. You know, they're just shutting the world out. Um, So being able to sort of see what it is that you do and then knowing if it's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, or positive or ne- less positive. I nothing is a bad thing. It's just how you're going to affect it. But um, yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for walking through that because I think that that's one sure, of those things fun. we we need to to think about the little things in life that mean a big deal. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Please join us on the Facebook page if you have some things that maybe you've recognized in those unfulfilled expectations that you've had or ways that you deal with them that you want to share with us. We'd love to um, keep that conversation going on the Facebook page at Jay and Becca uh, doing the work with Jay and Becca. Um, It's a private page. So I just realized this. I thought about this the other day. It is a private page, our special group that we do all the talking in. If you go to our doing the work with Jay and Becca Facebook page, there's a link on that page that will take you to the private Facebook group. Um, so 
Uh, if you're like, I've gone to your Facebook page and I don't know what the hell you're talking about. None of this is happening. <laughs> yeah, you got to go sign up because we we want we it's a private page because we want to we want to be able to restrict it and we will. Um, you know, I was listening to uh, Brene Brown the other day, which you know I don't want to get into Charlottesville right now, but um, if you haven't listened to Brene Brown's Charlottesville, we can need to keep talking about Charlottesville. I just want to recommend it. Um, one of the things you said is, this is my page, and if you get shitty on it, we're taking you off. Hell yeah. And that's that's why we have a private page. We're there to talk about doing the work and to help each other and support each other and love each other through all this stuff and to get powerful. And um, that's it's a private page because we want to be able to control the content, and we are we plan to. <laughs> and we want to have a – creating a safe space uh, for people to come and do the work and share themselves powerfully and uh, be vulnerable and with no shame. And uh, it's a beautiful thing that's happening over there. So I appreciate you all for sharing and being willing to share yourselves with what you have. All righty. Well, we'll be back again next week. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.